Hello and welcome to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM and WKRM Radio. Your hometown news broadcasting from Columbia, Tennessee. I'm your host, Tom Price. Today is Wednesday, June 7th, and we start with local news. The Tennessee Department of Transportation has granted $4.4 million in additional funding regarding the long-awaited project to update the intersection at Bear Creek Pike and Nashville Highway in Columbia. The funding will be voted on Thursday as part of Columbia City Council's consent agenda, which includes items deemed non-controversial bundled together in a single vote. The project, which would include widening a portion of Bear Creek Pike, was originally approved by TDOT in 2017, with 80% of funding to be provided using federal monies, while the remaining 20% provided by TDOT. In other words, it wouldn't cost the city a dime, but it has cost many years of waiting to break ground. The additional $4.4 million requested, city engineer Glenn Harper said, would primarily be used to fund extra landscaping, construction, and environmental requirements. We found that we have some shortfalls in funding for construction, and so we requested that TDOT cover an additional $4.4 million for construction funds, which they granted the request, Harper said. There have been many changes in the requirements TDOT has, environmental studies, and other things that need to be done for the project. The changes also include altering certain easements and rights of way to allow construction. I have never seen a project with such need for hurdles and environmental requirements, but it's just part of the process, Harper said. Harper added that the original estimated start date for the project was December of 2024, However, the additional construction could set the already years-in-the-making project back. With this right-of-way requirement, it could add anything from 18 to 24 months, Harper said. We're going to push it more aggressively now since we have the funding for construction. It just demands on the, depends on the timing, responses from TDOT, and requirements as far as studies go, he said. In addition, Mayor Chaz Mulder asked for updates to the ongoing I-65 interchange project at Bear Creek, at which Harper said they fell about 12 months behind, but it's moving along. Completion of that project would likely time up with the start of the Nashville Highway project, Harper said. Landmark Ceramics in the city of Mount Pleasant are negotiating a new contract for the company's gas usage after the plant added a or adds a third kiln and its need for additional gas increases. Mayor Bill White expressed his concern over the contract because there is no protection for catastrophic events where the company utilizes gas but is perhaps unable to pay for it. Currently, the city requires the company to be backed by a letter of credit for its gas consumption. The added gas used by the new kiln would not be subject to that protection within the contract as currently constructed. The ordinance requires the deposit to be two and a half times monthly usage, city manager Kate Collier said. So, as monthly usage goes up, the deposits need to increase as well, she said. Landmark and the city are working under a fixed rate for gas per the contract for the current gas consumption that have been reviewed annually in August and October. Going forward, the city will only review the rates in October. The tile plant desired to do this because of a real concern for the cost of natural gas dramatically increasing, Collier said. The forward fixed pricing permits Landmark to buy gas years from now at a price fixed at current rates, allowing the company to manage their costs going forward. 
There is some risk to the city when this is allowed per these addendums, so there was a letter of credit required to protect the city specifically on this fixed pricing, she said. At its most current meeting, the city commission approved the new addendum to the contract 3-2 to two, that will be handled differently, as the city will build the plant at whatever the gas rate may be each month, plus added costs such as transportation. This contract is a pay-as-you-use, with the price of gas continuing to be based on the daily traded rate plus transportation and additional fees, and the price is not a fixed rate, Collier confirmed. This contract was approved by the commission, and the city will need to determine the new deposit that will need to be in place for financial protection, she said. Mayor White said he simply wanted to make sure the city was protected in the event of a catastrophe event with the corporation to make sure the city would not be liable to its gas provider if Landmark could not pay its bill. We need to be prepared with a secondary source of repayment, he said. If they shut it down, they're not going to pay that bill, and we're going to be on the hook because we allow them to contract through the city of Mount Pleasant. I don't want the city to be on the hook, he said. Mayor White and Pam Johnson voted against the measure. Randolph Howell Elementary STEM School was awarded a $10,000 grant from the Nashville Predators Foundation to support the school's outdoor nature trail project. Teachers Ainsley Mattingly, a kindergarten teacher, Gillian McCollum, a kindergarten teacher, Megan Pollock, a second grade teacher, and Haley Gallagher, a second grade teacher, worked on obtaining the grant. In addition to the nature trail, the four educators will all be working with different national parks this summer for STEAM in the Park, STEAM being science, technology, engineering, arts, and mathematics. Pollock is going to the Great Smoky Mountains, Gallagher is headed to Mammoth Caves, and McCollum is off to the Rocky Mountains. As the teachers participate, they will be curating curriculum and lesson plans for the national parks that can be brought back to their classrooms and the Murray County Public Schools District. Murray County Public Schools is proud to have teachers creating national curriculum and representing their school, Communications Director Jack Cobb said. I am proud of the work we have been doing over the past seven years integrating different STEM activities for kids and teachers throughout our building, Howell Principal Michael Ford said. Being a STEM school is about utilizing academic standards to create more engaging and relevant experiences for students and teachers. Participating in events like STEAM in the park is a great example of how we are doing this. Teachers can find innovative opportunities to build their expertise and bring back new learning to the school and district for kids. This is what we do as a STEM school to impact the entire school and learning experiences for everyone, he said. For more information about STEAM in the Park, you can find it at www.expeditionsineducation.org forward slash STEAM in the Park. Murray County Schools also shared that Dr. Michael Ford, principal at Howell Elementary STEM School, was recognized with the Tennessee STEM Innovation Network, that's TSIN, Excellence in STEM Leadership Statewide Award on May 16th. Dr. Ford was nominated by a teacher at the school. On receiving the award, Dr. Ford shared, I was humbled to be nominated and chosen for the Excellence in STEAM Leadership Award by TSIN. STEM education balances academic standards with real-life hands-on activities that bring more relevance to students as they engage with learning, and I am grateful that I can help schools across the state pursue creating these types of learning environments for students. This award reflects the hard work our team puts in every day for our kids at Randolph Howell.
Randolph Howell Elementary STEM School is a STEM-designated school along with Battle Creek Elementary School, Spring Hill Middle School, Mount Pleasant Elementary School, Mount Pleasant Middle School, and Mount Pleasant High School, grabbing six of the 116 designations across the state. For those looking to explore new career opportunities, Murray Regional Health will host a virtual hiring fair for a variety of clinical and non-clinical positions on Tuesday, June 20th. During the career fair, applicants will participate in a 20-minute chat with a recruiter to discuss career opportunities with the organization, including but not limited to the following positions, registered nurse, surgical technologist, medical lab technician, physical therapist, environmental services, and dietary services. You can RSVP. It's required for the career fair by going to careers.murrayregional.com with spots available on a first-come, first-served basis. Located in Columbia, Murray Regional Medical Center serves as the flagship hospital for Murray Regional Health, the largest health system between Nashville and Huntsville. Murray Regional Health also includes Marshall Medical Center in Lewisburg, Wayne Medical Center in Waynesboro, Lewis Health Center in Hohenwald, Murray Regional Medical Group physician practices across the region, and several outpatient facilities. Murray Regional Health offers one of the most comprehensive and competitive benefits packages in Middle Tennessee, including medical, dental, and vision insurance plans, merit-based pay increases, flexible shift options, an on-site daycare center, education assistance for qualifying candidates, access to earned wages before payday, financial counseling and career navigation support, local discounts, and more. In fall of 2022, Forbes named Murray Regional Medical Center as one of the best employers in the state of Tennessee, one of only nine hospitals or health systems listed for employee satisfaction. The organization was also recognized as a 2023 best place for working parents for the organization's commitment to providing a progressive, family-friendly benefits package and was named a recipient of the Tennessee Nurses Association's Outstanding Employer Award in 2022. For more information about career opportunities at Murray Regional Health's Southern Middle Tennessee facilities, as well as details about the organization's comprehensive benefits package, visit careers.murrayregional.com or call the number 931-380-4017. Murray County Public Schools Superintendent Lisa Ventura is pleased to announce that Dr. Brecken Pinnell was announced... has accepted, rather, a position with Murray County Public Schools as the principal of Riverside Elementary School. Pinnell is a veteran educator as a classroom teacher and administrator at the elementary and middle school levels, most recently serving as the middle school coordinator for Murray County Public Schools. Her undergraduate and master's programs were earned at Middle Tennessee State University, while her doctorate is from Trevecca University. Student mastery and ownership, school, community, as well as building teacher leadership capacity and collaboration are among her professional passions. Her experience also includes serving as a doctoral advisor for Trevecca, a Lipscomb adjunct professor, and mentoring aspiring administrators for Belmont and Lipscomb universities. Dr. Pinnell said of being hired for this position, I am honored to join the Riverside family as principal and I'm grateful for the opportunity to serve our Murray County students, families, and educators in this capacity. I look forward to joining the team and moving forward very soon in July, she said. Dr. Pinnell sets high expectations for herself, her staff, and her students. Her experience and dedication will fit well with the Riverside family of educators and students, and we are blessed to have Brecken accept this position, stated Superintendent Lisa Ventura. 
The vacancy in Riverside Elementary comes as veteran educator Mr. Reggie Holmes is retiring after serving Murray County Public Schools for 25 years as an educator and most recently principal at Riverside. Murray County Public Schools would like to thank Mr. Holmes for his dedication and years of service and wish him well in his next chapter. School Superintendent Lisa Ventura shared, I am grateful for the servant leadership that Mr. Holmes exhibited in his 25 years at Murray County Public Schools. He served his community well. His love and passion for student learning and his dedication to the needs of many students are a great example of leadership, and I hope he enjoys his well-earned retirement. The Columbia Central Lions football program is hosting a youth football camp on Saturday, June 10th for kids ages 5 to 12. University of Tennessee football players and a cheerleader will be coming to help all the coaches with the camp. The cost of the camp is $50 and will take place at Eva Gilbert Park, located at 120 Cord Drive in Columbia. Registration will take place on the 10th from 9 to 10 a.m. The camp will last from 10 to 12 and will feature skills and agility training. There are 150 spots reserved for football players ages 5 to 12 and 50 spots reserved for cheerleaders ages 5 to 12. From noon to 1, kids will get to have autographs signed by UT players Dane Davis, Squirrel White, and Austin Lewis, as well as cheerleader Willow Martinez. From 1 to 4, Family Day will take place with food, a dunk tank, and water slides. For more information, you can visit www.cyaalions.com. The Spring Hill Chamber of Commerce is excited to announce its highly anticipated annual extravaganza, Experience Spring Hill the Event, presented by Liberty Federal Credit Union. The family-friendly free event will take place on Saturday, June 24th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at Summit High School. Featuring over 100 vendors offering a diverse range of products and services, Experience Spring Hill the Event will showcase the vibrant community of Spring Hill in one convenient location. The event will also offer a plethora of activities to delight all ages, including a touch-a-truck display, an exhilarating bounce house, an engaging golf simulator, an exciting video gaming area, an immersive virtual reality station, lively dance demonstrations from local studios, appearances by beloved famous characters, and a medley of entertaining games with prizes. Furthermore, the City of Spring Hills Library, Parks, police, fire, and administrative services will be present, providing valuable community information on site. Rebecca Melton, the executive director of the Spring Hill Chamber of Commerce, expressed her enthusiasm for the return of the annual Eat, Shop, and Play event. She stated, Our organization's mission is to positively influence the business culture to create a better Spring Hill, and this event allows us to showcase the many local businesses and organizations that embody our mission. Bringing together representatives from the Spring Hill Welcome Center, Visit Franklin, Experience Murray, Visit Columbia, and South Central Tennessee Tourism Association under one roof, a new attraction at the event will be a Tennessee Travels exhibit area, featuring the very best in the area's local tourism, attractions, hidden gems, and adventures. We are thrilled to be the presenting sponsor of Experience Spring Hill, the event, once again this year, said Chris Wagner of Liberty Federal Credit Union in Spring Hill. Participating in this event allows us to connect with and wholeheartedly support the Spring Hill community in a meaningful and impactful way. For further information about the event, you can visit the official website at www.experiencespringhill.com. And now your hometown memorials, sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. 
Mr. Madison Alonzo Dodson, a former longtime resident of South High Street in Columbia, died at the age of 93 on Saturday, June 3rd at Morning Point. Funeral services will be conducted on Wednesday, June 7th at 11 a.m. at First United Methodist Church. Burial will follow in Santa Fe Cemetery. The family will visit with friends on Wednesday from 10 to 11 a.m. at the church. Oaks and Nichols funeral directors are assisting the family with arrangements. Mr. Clayton Clay Morris Neal Sr., a joint owner and the executive vice president of JRN Incorporated, passed away peacefully Thursday, June 1st at Murray Regional Medical Center in Columbia. The Neal family will have visitation on Thursday, June 8th from 5 until 7 p.m. at Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. A celebration of Clay's life will be conducted on Friday, June 9th at 11 a.m. at Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Internment will follow at St. John's Episcopal Church in Ashwood. Hometown Memorials is sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home, serving with dignity and consideration for over 150 years. As years go by, people may tend to forget just what a funeral is really all about. At Oaks and Nichols, we believe it's first and always a special remembrance of someone you love. We start by listening to your needs and desires. If you're unsure, we can help gently, professionally. At Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, we haven't lost sight of why we're here, to serve Murray County families in the ways they prefer, and why the way you feel has always been so important to Susie and Tony Sowell. When people come here, I hope they feel like they're working with a person who's just like family. And by the time they leave here, I hope they feel like they're a part of our family. What I like most is when a family is leaving, they can say thanks. You made something we thought would be hard easier than we thought it would be. Not that we made it easy, we made it easier. Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, 320 West 7th Street in Columbia. Since 1856, people you can rely on. For your southern Middle Tennessee weather, we will have sunny to partly cloudy skies today with a high of around 87 degrees. Winds will be out of the west-northwest at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, we can expect partly cloudy skies with a slight chance of a rain shower. The low will be 59 degrees with winds out of the north-northeast at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll cover state and national news that affect you. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee today family first (laughs) my dad used to tell us that all the time but family first wasn't just something he'd say to us it was how he lived every day of his life and it's how i try to live mine too at shelter insurance our agents are dedicated to helping provide personalized auto, home, and life protection that puts your family first. For auto, home, life, or business insurance, see shelter agent Tommy Hyde Jr. at 388-2009. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. 
more high-quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Tint on Wheels is changing their Columbia location. You can now visit us at 406 South James Campbell Boulevard. The same window tinting you've trusted for over 30 years on all types of windows, car, business, or residential. We now offer accessories to elevate your ride. It's only getting bigger and better. With three locations, Columbia, Lewisburg, and Lawrenceburg. We do our best for you. Summer's coming. Let's get you ready. Call 931-619-TINT today. This is Bob Kessling with Pat Ryan. It's a beautiful day for digging. The backhoe operator has the engine running and is moving into position. He's heading for the ground. He's in there. Wait, there's a flag on the play. Let's get out of the field for the call from our official. Illegal procedure on the digging team. Oh, that penalty could cause a costly accident. That's right, Bob. He needs to call before he digs. There's underground utility lines that could be hiding just below the surface. Water, sewer, electrical, communication lines, and even natural gas. Avoid a penalty by first calling 811 to have any underground public utility lines located and marked with flags or paint. It's free, it's easy, and it's the law. For more tips, visit pipesafety.org. This message brought to you by the Tennessee Association of Broadcasters and the Tennessee Gas Association. Funded in part by a grant from the Underground Utility Damage Enforcement Board. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM 101.7 and WKRM 103.7, your hometown source for news and information. I'm Tom Price. And now news from around the state. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis will deliver the keynote address at the Tennessee Republican Party's annual fundraising dinner on July 15th at the Music City Center. DeSantis recently launched a Republican presidential primary bid facing off against former President Donald Trump, ex-UN Ambassador Nikki Haley, and South Carolina Senator Tim Scott, among others. Other announced or expected candidates have spoken at the event before, including Scott, Haley, former Vice President Mike Pence, and one-time New Jersey Governor Chris Christie. Most of Tennessee's congressional Republicans, including Senators Bill Haggerty and Marsha Blackburn, have endorsed Trump. Tennessee Republican voters also prefer Trump to DeSantis, according to Vanderbilt polling. Former Governor Bill Haslam is helping lead Scott's national campaign. Franklin author Jay Sheridan and Pulitzer Prize-winning photographer Robin Hood will be celebrating the release of their new book, Historic Franklin Along the Harpeth, with a launch event on Thursday, June 8th. The coffee table book features more than 200 archival photographs, illustrations, and contemporary images from Hood and a narrative of the city's history from Sheridan, including the establishment of Franklin and Williamson County through present day. 
Sheridan and Hood, both longtime Franklin residents, have collaborated on a number of projects together, including their previous effort in preserving the city's history with their 2010 publication, Historic Franklin. Throughout our history, the struggle of balancing growth and development against the preservation of our incredible natural resources has been a perennial theme, and it's important to note that we've always found a way to make it work for the good of the community, said Sheridan, who also serves as board president for Friends of Franklin Parks. In today's Franklin, we face the same pressures that are armed with a talented city parks team and leadership that understands why preservation matters. The nonprofit community, with the support of the private sector, can bring resources that make things possible here in ways other communities can't conceive, he said. Thursday's launch event will help will be held at 6 p.m. in the courtyard at the Harpeth Hotel. Tickets can be purchased at www.friendsoffranklinparks.org on a first-come, first-serve basis and include a limited edition signed copy of the book with proceeds benefiting the establishment of Friends of Franklin Park's new Fund for the Preservation of Open Spaces. Attendance is limited to 250 the book, which is the latest release from Franklin-based Grand and Hood Publishers, features a foreword by Franklin Mayor Ken Moore. After the launch event, Historic Franklin along the Harpeth will be available for purchase at the Franklin Visitor Center on 4th Avenue North, Tin Cottage and Landmark Booksellers on Main Street, the Harpeth Hotel, and online at alongtheharpeth.com. The Middle Tennessee State University Board of Trustees will consider a proposal to increase undergraduate in-state tuition and mandatory fees at its next meeting scheduled for Tuesday, June 20th. The proposed tuition increase would be $102 per student per semester to $3,954 from $3,852. The university projects an annual revenue increase of $3.75 million from the increase. The proposed fees increase would be $41 per student per semester to $985 from $944. The university projects an annual revenue increase of $1.435 million from fees. According to the university website, the tuition increase proposed will help fund scholarships, faculty promotions, new or expanded academic programs for high-demand jobs, and increase costs for utilities, software maintenance, and campus technology infrastructure. The proposed fee increase is to support parking services, student health services, technology access, student recreation, and athletic capital expenses. Parking services would receive a $2 increase to help cover its cost, as well as proposed salary and benefit increases for department employees. Student health services would receive a $4 increase per student for the proposed salary and benefit increase, as well as higher costs of software support and medical supplies. Let's take one last break. When we come back, we'll cover the final story of the day. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. Three, two, one. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pen.com. 10 Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. 
Turner and Osborne Tire Company, 1016 South Main Street in Columbia. Give them a call at 931-388-6822. They've been doing business since 1947 and in their current location since 1964. They provide the best tire and mechanical work at some of the best prices in Middle Tennessee. Hey, they're official Michelin and Goodyear dealers, and they've got all kinds of brands as well. Stop by and see Walker Vining and his professional staff, or check them out online at turnerandosborne.com. That's turnerandosborne.com. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today, and now our final story. Darius Rucker on Monday assembled an all-star and Hall of Fame group of artists to join him at Ryman Auditorium for the 14th edition of his Darius and Friends charity auction and concert, benefiting St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Alongside Jelly Roll, appearing on the Mother Church's stage for the fourth time in seven days, award-winning singer-songwriter Hardy, multiple-time chart-topper Jake Owen, top five country radio emerging star Megan Maroney, and Country Music Hall of Famer Vince Gill were also present. The event has raised over $3 million and benefits the research hospital, whose efforts combat childhood cancer and other life-threatening diseases. For almost 15 years, the cause has been close to his heart. For more information on how to donate to the St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, visit www.stjude.org forward slash donate. That's all for this edition of Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM WKRM Radio. I'll be back tomorrow to update you with the latest news. I'm Tom Price. Thanks for listening. Be safe and have a great day.